0: Coming up on today's message with Pastor Johnny. The disciples got mad and told somebody to stop casting out demons because they were not one of us. They weren't in the in crowd. They weren't a part of our clique. They weren't a part of our group. They weren't a part of our denomination. They weren't a part of our belief status. They weren't a part of our doctrine. They told them to stop doing something that that they couldn't do themselves. The disciples had troubles casting out this demon, and, and, and we uh, in this big old church, uh, we as a church are in these big old buildings talking bad about the community center. Mm. Won't touch a soup kitchen. All right. Don't know where the nearest Meals on Wheels headquarters is at. Uh, won't go anywhere near a battered women's station. We'll walk right past the homeless, mash the gas past the homeless shelter. Ooh, on, Don't know where anything is at. Where is the work? Hey! Let us pray. Oh, Lord, our God, how excellent is your name. We thank you for the opportunity to gather once again in your name, Lord God. Lord, here I am. Sitting behind this sacred desk. Broken, unworthy. But if it wasn't for your grace, Lord God. Your grace. Father God, let every word that I speak, every thought that I think, oh, yes. be acceptable in your sight, Lord oh, yes. God. Hide me behind your cross. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, so uh, taking you a little bit behind the veil. And how the sausage is made, so to speak. I went back and forth between uh, sermon titles. I had a a, a pretty basic one that just said, "Discipleship is hard." But because I'm I'm familiar with uh, urban English vernacular, and uh, (laughs) I'm also familiar with a lot of hip-hop songs, I. I kept thinking about this song, You Need to Cut It. Uh, and, and so I went back and forth between discipleship is hard and you need to cut it. I ain't decided just yet, but I figure I'd just share that with y'all. Amen. All right? uh, The Swedes have a word, and I'm about to butcher it, uh, which means death. Cleaning. The the word originates from the Swedes because they had a custom of when somebody was about to, to go on to glory, they would clean up the house themselves so that their children or their brothers and sisters or whoever was left behind wouldn't have to go through that whole process of, of giving stuff away and, and going through the estate and trying to handle at least that part of the affairs. Well, the word got used more so uh, not just for when people were passing away, but when you were cleaning and you had to give up some stuff. Uh, It's interesting to see how much you really use something when it's time to move. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but uh, there are still some unopened boxes in the parsonage garage from when I came to this appointment that uh, we were going to get to opening up, but there's still... Sitting in the boxes, went out and bought some nice shelves to put them on, but uh, we thought we needed every item that was in that box, Amen. but I realized that it wasn't all that important. And if I haven't used it in going on a year and a half, well, almost two years now, it probably wasn't that important to begin with, but I thought it was at the time. Uh, We are starting in the gospel, according to Mark, to work towards the back half of Mark. And Jesus is starting less to be identified with the disciples and more to be identified as the rabbi for the disciples and the son of God. Uh, In in chapter 9, he starts to demand servanthood of the disciples and lets them know what it really means to be great. Uh, the part that was read before your hearing uh, when he talks about these things uh, uh, being great in order to, for you to be great because the disciples was arguing about what it means to be great. He says in order for you to be great, you need to serve. You need to serve. Uh, the title don't come without the work. Is the microphone still working? Yes. The, 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 we are in this not just for ourselves, but we are in this for what we can do for other people. Uh, and so Jesus is providing some clarification to the people. Uh, he, he speaks concerning humility. Let the church say humility. humility. Uh, yes, before uh, in 33 through 37, before I got to your reading, uh, uh, the, the disciples were arguing about who is the greatest, and Jesus came up and asked them, what were y'all arguing about? And they knew that they were wrong because the text says that they kept silent. That's right. They kept silent. So they knew what they were arguing about was not right. And he goes on to tell them that the kingdom does not work the way that they think it will work. And you need to be able to receive people that are not necessarily high status. The kingdom of God is not work like this. Receive a child, receive Jesus. Receive Jesus, receive God. Uh, In the text that you're hearing, he talks about receiving these children. And oftentimes when we talk about receiving the the kingdom of God like we receive the children, everybody wants to talk about faith and innocence and not questioning people and, and being all open to stuff and exploring things like a child would. And the way that a child so easily believes things, uh, we make it about faith. But when Jesus was telling the disciples to receive the child, there was something else going on during that time, uh, uh, during the text. Uh, When he talks about receiving a child, you got to realize in the social status during that time, a child was almost considered a non-person. A child was lower on the totem pole of society than the children. That's why, that's one of the reasons James said in 126, uh that, that true religion is to take care of the widows and the orphans. This society depended upon a man in order to do things. So if you were a woman or a child, you couldn't go out and do things for yourself. And so when he was telling these people that you need to receive a child, he wasn't just talking about faith. He was talking about receiving those people who are the least, the last and the lost in your community receiving the people that may not dress like you dress receiving the people that may not have all the good things you grew up with receiving the people that may not have had a life as great as yours they still deserve Jesus just as much as you do and so these children matter of fact during all the Roman writings during that time they barely even mentioned children until they were an adult Why? Because they weren't worth talking about during those times. Uh, So Jesus was saying, if you want to be great, I need you to receive the rest of the world that people don't even think exists. Not only that, but he says he wants you to receive these people in my name. Uh, yeah, we always talk about the first should be last, and the last should be first, but we always keep that circle of the first and the last around the people that we're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. we, we reorder in the first and the last, and the last will be first as long as they are in our clique. As long as they went to the right school, as long as they live in the right neighborhood, as long as they got the right kind of job, as long as they dress the way I think they should dress, as long as they look the way I think they should look. But we got to get out here and receive those people who don't exist. We can't just go to the people that we think meet our standards. Because the funny thing about it is, is you may have standards for the type of person that you want to be around, but somebody else has some standards and you ain't making theirs. Uh-huh, there you go. Complain. Amen. 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 Complain. If you want to be great in God's eyes, you may have to talk to somebody and you don't like the way they smell. Is the mic- uh, this, ain't a, this ain't a won't he do it sermon today. Right. I said discipleship yeah. is hard. Yeah, yeah. Once we get in the church and we get Jesus, we need to be growing as Christians and we need to be doing a whole lot more as Christians, not just coming to church, putting the offering in the plate, singing yeah. a good song, hearing a sermon and going and don't do nothing else for Jesus the entire week. Yeah. And so if we want to be great, if we want to be great in God's eyes, we are going to have to exercise some humility. Yes. Amen. We're going to have to reach out to those people that we would normally go on by. And so he speaks concerning humility and tells them uh, that whoever receives one of the little children in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. So it's not about that person that you think is lower than you. This is about the work of God. Amen. Yes. And should nothing outweigh what God thinks. Amen. Ah, uh, yes. And so he tells him about humility, and he tells him that humility is the secret to greatness. And then he goes on to speak about harmony. Let the church say harmony. Harmony. Ah, uh, yes, it says, now John answered him, saying, teacher, we saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he does not follow us. Hmm. We are to fellowship with all those who follow Christ. We are to fellowship with all those who follow Christ. They say the third time's a charm. We are to fellowship (laughs) with all those who follow Christ. Here you have the disciples out here, and they see somebody casting out demons in the name of Jesus, and they stop it. Why? Because he's not following us. Uh, Just because you don't, somebody doesn't do the things your way, does not mean that they are wrong. Uh, Some of the flags that we carry, some of the things that we think make us what we are, are not right to begin with. Uh, Some translations of the text say we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Uh, some of the translations say we told him to stop because he was not following us. The issue with both of those statements is they have nothing to do with the work. Here you have a man casting out demons in the name of Jesus and they telling him to stop. Why? Because he ain't in our clique. He don't go to our church. He ain't a part of our Bible study. He ain't in our denomination. But he's casting out demons. Demons. And Numbers eleven talks about unauthorized actions, and you can also find that in Acts and in James. But the, there is a us versus them mentality when we should be doing the work of the Lord. Yes, this is one of the reasons many are turned off by the church. Yes, yes. Uh, I was I was watching on Facebook, and I saw a couple of weeks back, LeBron James, NBA uh, star. Opened up a school, a public school, not a private school, a public school called I Promise, and and, and in this school, it's an elementary school in Ohio, and kids get uh, free meals and bikes and and, and college tuition. Mm. Did I say this was a public school? (laughs) Come on, bastard! The I Promise, and and, and, and one of the posts that I seen go viral, Uh and I couldn't do nothing but say ouch about it is uh, one of the posts i saw on social media said lebron james yep. is doing with his money mm-hmm. what your pastor was supposed to be doing with your tithes and offering Oh, amen. uh oh uh oh wow. where is the work where is the work there's a bunch of criticism but where is the work Would your community miss you if the church shut down? Mm-hmm. Or are, are what you doing something that could be replicated by 5, 10, 15, 20 other people? All right. They just move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. There's always some criticism, just like church folk. We got something to say bad about what's going on, yeah. but the work is missing. I, I got a little perturbed when I read this text because just before that, earlier and, and, and 9, uh, it, it, it Uh, Right before, around about uh, 25, he uh, talks about all of these things. Well, really earlier than 25, but basically uh, about 9.25 is where it starts. The disciples just got finished trying to cast out a demon, and they couldn't do it. And Jesus had to come in and cast the demon out. And they were like, how did you do it? And and, and one one of the gospels says this one only comes out by prayer. Another one of the gospels says this one only comes out by prayer and fasting. But here you have the disciples who can't cast out a demon. They have to get Jesus involved to cast out a demon. They got to get Jesus involved to do the work. They got to get Jesus involved to actually get something done. But when they go out and see somebody else getting the work done, they're gonna stop it. Because they're not in the click. Amen. Amen. The disciples got mad and told somebody to stop casting out demons because they were not one of us they weren't in the in crowd they weren't a part of our clique they weren't a part of our group they weren't a part of our denomination they weren't a part of our belief status they weren't a part of our doctrine they told them to stop doing something that they were that they couldn't do themselves the disciples had troubles casting out this demon and, and, and we in this big old church uh we as a church are in these big old buildings talking bad about the community center Won't touch a soup kitchen. Don't know where the nearest Meals on Wheels headquarters is at. Uh, Won't go anywhere near a battered women's station. Will walk right past the homeless. Mash the gas past the homeless shelter. Don't know where anything is at. Where is the work? Amen. Where is the work? But we sure got something to say about them. Where I told y'all this wasn't no won't do a sermon. Discipleship is hard. And we got people out here doing the work. We got people out here who want to do the work. They're doing what the Bible told us to do. The Bible says to take care of the widows and orphans. The Bible says to welcome the strangers because we were once strangers in a foreign land. The Bible says when I was naked, you, fed, you clothed me when I was hungry. You fed me when I was sick and in prison. You went to visit me. The Bible says over and over again, if you want to follow Jesus, you need to take care of other people. It's not just about you. All right. Where is the work? And so he says, do not forbid him, for no one works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me. In my name is not just putting Jesus on the end of a prayer in Jesus' name. When you do something in the name of something, you are operating under the authority. You are carrying that banner. When they are supposed to see you, they are supposed to see what you are operating in the name of. What are you doing in the name of Jesus? What work is being done? And people have started to say, well, I don't need to go to the church for this. I can go down to this. I can march in in, in a a, a parade or walk-a-fine for this. I can donate my money here. I can donate my money there. Meanwhile, the churches aren't doing anything but high-fiving and handshaking and holy-hugging each other Mm -hmm. until they shut down. Mm -hmm. Until they shut down. Amen. More funerals than baptisms. The greater Houston metro area keeps increasing, goes from 4 million to 6.3 million, and the number of people who still identify or go to a church on a regular basis still stays at 400,000. Where is the work? Whoever does something in my name, whoever works a miracle in my name, cannot soon afterwards speak evil of me. For he who is not against us is on our side. Mm-hmm. Maybe instead of down talking some of the community service organizations, we ought to go out and figure out what they're doing that we're not. There you go. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where is the work? And so Jesus in the passage talks about humility. Humility. And then he talks about harmony. We are the fellowship of those who are doing the work. And not only does he talk about uh, humility and harmony, he talks about hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, tells them to concentrate on being at peace with one another. The cause to stumble. The word in the Greek means to scandalize. Yes. Uh, and the way it is used is not just about causing yourself to stumble, but causing others to stumble. So that thing that you do that you think nobody else is watching, mm. people are watching. And because that thing that you do is read and that's the only, you are the only Bible that they'll ever read sometimes and, and you're the only sermon that they'll ever hear, that thing that you do when you think nobody else is watching will cause them to falter as well. Caused to stumble. And and the thing that Jesus mentioned, I mean, it gets kind of graphic. He talks about your hand causing you to sin, and and your foot causing you to sin, and your eye causing you to sin. These things were common injuries back there. This was a, a farming society, so people would lose an arm, or a foot, or an eye out here trying to do some work. But these common, in, in, these common injuries, you cannot allow yourself to, in, to interrupt or, 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 or get between your relationship with God. These things are common, but we cannot allow them to interrupt our relationship. Uh, and he talks about salt. Pure salt is a valuable commodity back then. Uh, but when the salt got contaminated, it would lose its value. Salt was used back then in sacrifices to God. Uh, Eating salt with somebody else was a sign of friendship and loyalty in the book of Ezra, you see that. Uh, Salt covenants, whenever anybody entered into an agreement with somebody else, sometimes they would use salt to represent that agreement they went into. Uh, And salt was used a lot and you didn't want to mess up a good thing. So you didn't want to have contaminated salt. When it talks about salt losing its flavor, how does salt lose its flavor? Flavor is, is there, but the salt loses its flavor when it allows things that uh, can rob it of its value to get mixed with it. And so when the salt loses its flavor, it's no longer useful. Is following Christ for you the, something at the core of your being, or is it just on the list of the many things that you are? Uh, is it a matter of taste and convenience? Or, 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 or something that we'll give up in a minute, the, the moment a uh, our, 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 our challenge comes around? We ought not allow anything to separate us from God. Amen. Anything, whether it was common or complicated... If it comes between us and God, we need to cut it. Amen. Uh, he says it's better to enter into the kingdom yeah. of God with one hand on, than yeah. have both yeah, hands yeah. and go to hell. It's yeah. better to enter into the kingdom of God yeah. with both yeah. eyes yeah. Than, ha- than one eye, rather, and have both eyes and go to hell. It's better to enter into the kingdom of God with one foot than have both feet and go to hell. Anything Amen. that comes Amen. between you and God, you need to cut it. Amen. Uh, a uh, 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 theologian, uh, Otis Oliver Flores, better known as O.T. Genesis, is the rapper that talks about certain things being too high and you need to cut it. That price is way too high. You need to cut it. And I thought about that because when that song came out and it got popular, everybody started talking about other stuff they needed to cut. They needed to cut some boyfriends. They needed to cut some girlfriends. They needed to cut some (laughs) fake friends. They may have even needed to cut some family members, but you couldn't allow anything to mess up these things. Or as another one said, I ain't going back and forth with you. Anything that comes in between you and God, you need to cut it. So if it's pornography, you need to cut it. If it's alcohol, you need to cut it. If it's gossiping and backbiting, you need to cut it. You cannot allow these things that are going on to get in between the relationship of you and God. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. And cut it because the victory is already won. If there is something that you need, the Bible says that my God shall supply all my needs according to the riches in glory in Christ Jesus. If you think you can't do it, uh, the Bible says that I can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives me strength. If you think you got some sort of physical strength to do it, not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord, you'll be able to cut it with the strength of God because that work has already been done. The hard part has already been done. You just Need to turn it over to Jesus. The hard part was done over 2,000 years ago. Somebody stepped out of eternity. Put on human flesh, live the life that none of us could live, die a death that none of us could die, could become the perfect sacrifice. And because he did that, I can get the strength to cut it. They beat him, they whipped him, they pierced him in his side, they put a crown of thorns on his head so that I'd be able to have the strength to walk away. And he died. But that is not where the story ended. On the third day, he got up with all power in his hand. And because he died, you can live. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the doors of the church are open, and we invite you to come. Thank you for listening to this message. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you found this message. If this message blessed you, be a blessing to someone else and share it. Connect with Pastor Johnny on Instagram and Twitter, and be sure to like Faith UMC Dickinson on Facebook.